Hello, this is Liminal Space with Yabo. That would be me. Welcome. My intention for this podcast is to explore racial justice issues at the intersection of gender, class, and culture. That last one often gets left out, and it is the biggest piece of it. My intention is not just to be a social commentator on current issues, but to explore these matters in a way that helps us heal from the damage that the larger ideologies of superiority and dominant culture has imposed on all of us. My focus is pretty much here in the U.S. where I live for the most part, but it also has a global reverb. I myself am from another part of the world. Race is a global issue as we speak. My intention is for these podcasts to be once a week, about 15 to 20 minutes at the max, and you probably want to listen with the once a week blog post that I also share because I'll talk about both of those usually. They're all informal, y'all. No music, no repeated intros, just the story of the day. This is not a major professional podcast output. This is just something to educate you that we can do simply and easily, and it's not a whole big muckety-muck production. Now, why should you listen to this podcast? If you're the type of person who wants to be more competent in being aware and educated to address social justice issues at home or at work or in your community, then you're in the right place. With me, you will hear and read about race. Gender always comes up. Class is the hidden thing here in America. Many folks are uncomfortable about even bringing up All men were created equal, right? Men, ha. And culture, how do we agree to do things together? It permeates everything that we do. Whose way is the right way in a melting pot? Let's talk about these things. So first, you're going to gain awareness. You will gain tools to heal racial identity damage. This is about your inner work. And you will have spaciousness to know how to analyze situations. And I will encourage you to take well-discerned action and to engage in forms of accountability with folks you know so you can actually move the needle forward on dismantling the systems of oppression that hinder all our lives. Why did I choose this name, Liminal Space? Well, Liminal Space is the location of a crack. Things are not going as they should. It's a threshold of change. It's where we embrace growth and development. We see the results as our stories transform to embrace a larger narrative of becoming and belonging to ourselves and to each other. This is the concept of Ubuntu, which permeates life across the continent of Africa. I am because you are. You are because I am. Another way of saying this, a person is a person through other people, which the recently deceased late Desmond Tutu always talked about. Our humanity is a collective endeavor. It's communal. I need you. You need me. And our interconnectedness is how we create lives and sustain one another. It is how we thrive together 
So we have to focus on our common humanity. When we discard an old life, an old way of thinking and being, and before we fully enter the emerging way of being, we discover liminal spaces at that threshold. It holds us, it supports us, it embraces us when we have shed a tired identity, but we haven't yet donned a fresh one. It embraces us at this point in time. Don't rush through it. The developmental pace is necessary. Liminality is a state of becoming. Who do you want to become? As complicated as life gets, it is where we all find ourselves. And so we belong right here in this liminal space. The reality is there, over there, where we're trying to get to be. We never quite get there, do we? If we're honest, all of life is a liminal space. So welcome home. So who am I? Why should you trust me with your liminal space? Well, I wear two hats. I am a racial justice consultant and I am the co-director of Compassionate Atlanta, a community building nonprofit. I consult both with individuals and organizations conducting workshops and consulting on developing equity cultures in their organizations. I absolutely love both hats and I do not wear one hat without the other. So I do my own consulting and I also work for Compassionate Atlanta. The three things I want you to know about me that everything, all my work resolve, revolves around are compassion, storytelling, and education. There will always be a compassionate aspect to what I talk about, and I love to tell stories that show how history relates to the present. Yet at heart, I am an educator. I believe in educating ourselves, and I believe in countercultural subversive education to unlearn damaging things and to learn relearning how to live and talk to each other as fully wonderful whole human beings, not as a species, not as just a race, not as just a gender, but as a holistic whole human being. My background is in law and then theology. I deeply believe in education as ne necessary to grow and heal. And that a lot of this work is spiritual work because at the core, we're inviting a transformation of your identity. I am a proud Yoruba woman and I'm biracial. I grew up in Lagos, Nigeria with my white Irish American and uh, mother. She was also part Jewish. The Irish part is more critical as she didn't know her Jewish heritage, but I'm proud of her Jewish heritage too. My Yoruba father met my mother when he came to this country to get an American education in the 1940s as a deliberate act of rebellion against the colonial masters. Many of his peers were pursuing a British education and he chose to come to America. It is important to know that my parents loved each other deeply. Their kids, there are three of us, I'm the baby. They raised us in a race-neutral environment 
with a deep respect for cultural differences, not upholding one culture over the other, but embracing the similarities as well as difference. That is what they modeled for us. They were pioneers in every sense of the word, and over time you'll hear so much more about them. They were married in 1952 in New York City, long before Loving versus Virginia. I came to this country as a teenager, and I've now lived here for umpteen years. I'm tired of calculating those dates. It took me over 20 years of living in this country to really begin to get the race issue. I had to go through racism myself over several years, multiple iterations, personal, systemic, institutional, before I really started to get it. For the longest time, I always thought, well, that's just one isolated incident. I didn't see it systemically. And it took years of being exposed to it and being in the middle of it for me to even see it, right? I had to go through this. That's how I discovered what being black is really all about in America. And over time, you'll hear some stories about this. I have experienced this type of all types of racism firsthand, and I have come to appreciate just how naive and innocent and unprepared I was when I came to this country. If it took me that length of time to figure things out, how much more white people who want to learn about race and be different from the scripting they've been taught, but don't know what to do. So I have great empathy and compassion when I teach about race, when we talk about racial justice. I consider myself adopted into the larger African-American family and the ethos of what it is to be African-American. I only have incredible respect, love, admiration, and all things good for my African-American siblings, especially the sisters who do this work. Shout out to the women, especially. Um, so this is not about me taking sides with any group of people. This is about y'all are my family. Everybody's my family. And so this is how I've parsed these things out and tried to work through them. That's what we'll discover in liminal space. So here's my invitation to you. Listen, ask questions, leave a comment, disagree, agree. Respond with what's on your mind and share it with others. Get good folks involved in the conversation. Talk about it. I do also invite you to support my work by becoming a paid subscriber. This is hard work, so please consider that if you can. This is for us all to have better relationships with one another so we can have a better world. Thank you for listening. I'm looking forward to this. Take care. Bye.